Leo Bisbing. I'm Noah Bisbing. And I'm Zoe Bisbing. And this is the Full Bloom Podcast, where we're nurturing a more embodied and inclusive next generation. Today is a continuation of a conversation with Danny Lubovitz, the pediatric dietitian wizard behind Kid Food Explorers, and two additional very special guests. Danny's child-led, adult-facilitated approach to helping youngsters develop food acceptance and appreciation skills has fundamentally changed the way I approach feeding in my own family. But I don't measure this in how amazingly adventurous my kids are now when it comes to eating. Most of the time, I observe pretty typical kid preferences and limited eating behaviors, even skewing to the picky at times. But when I zoom out, I trust them. See, as much as many of us, myself included, want to, we can't really get our kids to eat more of what we want them to eat. And even if we can, we probably shouldn't. Food exploration, as Danny teaches, is not about helping us raise obedient or compliant eaters today, but rather curious and competent eaters for the future. Research tells us that competent eaters have positive attitudes about eating and food, consume a wide variety of foods, and are able to internally regulate how much food to eat. And they're also able to plan and prepare meals so that they get enough to eat. This is really what I'm after, not for my kids to eat their spinach because I bribed them with ice cream, which I've done, distracted them with a screen, which I've also done, or convinced them it was the right thing to do, but rather for them to trust themselves as they develop to have a flexible, connected, and hopefully adventurous relationship with food. So while our littles are still little, our role, among others, is to offer both exposure opportunities and language so that they can meander on a slow and steady path of smelling mushrooms, touching cauliflower trees, observing others eat the artichoke leaves they aren't ready to try yet, and learn to accept the foods we want them to eat on their own time and terms. And to remind you how I'm learning this right alongside you, Danny Lebovitz and my two boys are here to give us all a sense of what real-life food exploring looks, feels, smells, sounds, and even tastes like. Enjoy. Hi, Noah. I'm Danny. It's nice to meet you. Hi, my name's Noah. Are you a food explorer? Yes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, what's your favorite food? Um, salmon sushi, and that, that's what I'm having. Oh my gosh. My, how old are you, Noah? Five and a half. And I'm almost going to be six in January 24th. Oh my gosh, almost a big six-year-old. Well, I have a five-year-old too, and her name is Shiloh, and her favorite foods are raw salmon sushi too and french fries. Woo! French fries. You're in good company here. (laughs) All right. So today we are going to explore a food with our five senses. Do you remember what our five senses are? 
I do, I do. Yeah, tell me what they are. Sight, feel, smell, smell taste, hearing. Good. Yeah. So the first one is our eyes, right? What do our eyes help us see? Anything. No. The brain does, not the eyes. Well, the eyeballs give your brain's input to tell us what we see. So the eyes can help us see colors. What else? Can it help us see the shape of things? Food, And the size. Maybe also the texture. So our eyes tell our brains a lot, right? And then the next sense is the way we feel things. So we can feel things with our what? Your hands. That's right. There's also something else you can feel things with when we're talking about food. Mouth. Mouth. That's right. Our tongue. Our tongue. And that helps us feel different textures and temperatures. What about this one? I'm pointing to something. Smell. That's right. Our nose. Our nose can help us smell different scents. And what about these? I'm pointing to something else. Tell everybody what I'm pointing to. Ears. That's right. What do our ears tell our brain? Hearing. How things sound. That's right. And then there's one last one. Besides our mouth telling us how something feels, there's something on our tongue. There are these little bumps. Do you know what those are called? Yeah. Taste buds. And they help us talk about and learn about the things that we're tasting. So today you have brought something for us to explore together. Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) What are we going to explore? Tuna. Tuna. Okay. And so is, um, and how is it prepared? Is it cooked? Is it raw? Is it fresh? Raw. It's raw. Okay. And are there any spices added to it? No. No? Okay. Now, is it just the fish or is there something else with the fish? It's rice. Okay, good. And Noah, is it similar to something else you've eaten? Yes. What is it similar to? Salmon. Salmon. Okay, very good. Okay, so the first sense we're going to use is our eyeballs. So this is a really hard job, but I want you to look at it. And tell me what you see. What colors do you see? I see that it's red and it's also white. Okay, so what's red and what's white? The red is the top that is sort of salmon, and the white is rice. Okay, very good. And would you say that it is a big piece of fish, a small piece of fish, a medium piece of fish? Well, medium. Medium, okay. And what shape would you say that the fish is? Oval. Oval, okay. And is the rice in a similar shape to the fish? Well, no, it's sort of like a square. Okay, okay. And what textures do you see? Do you see, is it, does it look smooth? Is there stripes? It looks smooth. Smooth. Smooth, Okay. And um, do you have any other descriptive words that you think you might want to add to tell me about what you see with the fish? You said it's red and white, and you said it looks smooth, and it's medium, and that the rice is in a what shape? Oval. Oval, and the fish is in an oval shape, and you said the rice is in a... Did you say square square shape? Good. Excellent. So we know a lot of information about that piece of sushi just from how you described it to me. So I bet 
everybody listening can kind of get an idea of exactly what we're going to explore. Now I want you to touch the sushi and tell me how it feels in your hands. Cold. It's cold. Okay. And I want you to touch the texture of the um, fish and tell me if it feels soft or smooth. Soft. Soft. Smooth. Soft and smooth. smooth. Would you say it feels silky? Um, yes. Yeah. And do you, what's another thing that, because I don't want to just feed you descriptive words. What is something that you could describe as silky? Do you know something else that's silky that um, reminds you of something silky? I can give you a little hint. So something that is really silky to my hands feels like, have you ever had a fresh piece of corn on the cob? And there are these little silkies on the outside. Does it feel a little bit like that? Yes. Okay. And tell me something. Does the rice feel different than the fish? Yes. Yeah. And they're little. So on the, they stick it together and then they put the strip of the salmon on. Oh, very nice. Okay. So does the rice feel dry? Does it feel wet? Does it feel sticky? Sticky. We know that the rice feels sticky. All right. So is there anything else with your hands that you notice about the sushi? No. Nope. Okay. So the next thing I want you to do is pick it up to your nose and smell it. Well, it smells like a fish. It smells like a fish, so it smells a little fishy. That's a good descriptive word. And is it a little smell, like a mild smell, not very big? Or does it smell really fishy, like if you walked in the room, you would smell it? A little smell. A little smell? Okay. And, okay, let's see. Does that smell remind you of another food that you've eaten? Well, yeah, salmon. Salmon, okay. Salmon doesn't have rice on it. It has... Just a piece of it, but without rice. Ah, okay, okay. And um, does it bring any memories in your mind, like maybe a time that you've also had that food before? No. No? Okay. All right. Well, are you interested in tasting it today? So we're going to do two things when we taste it, okay? We are going to notice how the flavor tastes, and we're also going to notice how it feels. So which one do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the flavors that you notice or how it feels? Flavors. Perfect. Now it's time to take a bite. Let me ask you a question while you're chewing, and you can think about it. Does it taste similar to how it smells? It tastes like the other ones. It tastes a little like salmon? All right, tell me what flavors um, you taste. It tastes fishy. Fishy, okay. Are there any other words you can use to describe what you're tasting? Is it a little taste, um, like a mild taste, or does it have a great big taste? Big, big, A great big taste. So when something has a great big taste in our mouth, I like to think of another descriptive word called flavorful. So if it makes your whole mouth have different um, feelings and and tastes, then I say it's flavorful. Have you ever used that descriptive word before? 
Yeah, you have brother, at least brother has. All right. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like in your mouth? Does it feel chewy? Does it feel sticky? Does it feel tender? Do you know the word tender? Yes. What does tender mean to you? I don't know, but I just know I know the word. We yeah. use tender to mean like loving, right? Oh, it does have multiple meanings. That is really good. So tender can also mean that it's soft. So you can take a bite. Like, for example, if you took a bite of an apple, would it be a big crunch? Could you take a bite with your front teeth and it kind of is really hard to break through it? Yes. Apples are a little bit crunchy, right? So, but when you take a bite into your sushi, is it soft? Yes. So tender is something that's like delicate, or soft, like maybe if you took a big bite of a muffin. It's nice and soft when you take that bite. So um, are there any other textures you can describe um, about no, how it feels? I, I, I don't because I finished mine. Oh, well, good. Um, well, I do have one more question. Did you hear any sounds when you took a bite? Or was it a quiet chew? Sounded like... Uh, heart beating. Okay, so you know what that tells me? It was kind of quiet because maybe you could hear your heart beating while you were eating it. That's a great descriptor. Well done. And tell me, did you like this food? Yes. Yes? It has all of them. I had the yellowtail, orange, and now red. Yum. Wow. You are so adventurous. And what did you like about this food? Well, I just like it because they're colorful and they taste good. That's perfect. I love it. You are such a wonderful food explorer and I am so excited that we got to share that together. Thank you for doing that with me. Thank you, Noah. Now it's no, it's Leo's. Bye-bye. I'm going to have another salmon. Yuck. Oh, we got a yuck. A yuck right off the bat. Hey, we don't yuck other people's yum. Did, Did he say anything about your sushi? No. He's saying yuck the color. Oh, actually, he yucked his own. (laughs) Ah, gotcha. You know, everybody's taste buds tell their brains and their bodies something different. So something that could be your favorite could be something that your brother is still exploring. So we never want to yuck anybody else's yum. So now we're talking to who? Leo. Leo, how old are you? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Wow, what grade are you in? Second. Second grade. Okay. And what is your favorite food? Well, there's pizza, there's french fries, there's milkshakes, there's ice creams, there's donuts. There, um... You just listed some of my favorite foods, too. I think we're going to have fun exploring something new. What are and we exploring today? there is no today? sushi. I hate seafood. I detest You seafood. detest seafood. What do you dislike about seafood? It's smelly. It's smelly. So smelly, is it the fishy smell that you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little. It's really another word that you could use to describe something that you find to be really strong smelled and stinky is the word pungent. It's pungent. Can you say that? Pungent. Excellent. So so you are not a big fan of seafood. You're still exploring seafood. Because it is smelly, it's fishy, and it's pungent. 
Yes. Okay. And what are we going to explore today? Um, cauliflower, because it's the grossest food on earth for me. Even more than your uh, fish or your seafood? No, not at all. No, they're kind of equal? Way less. So you like, if you had to, if you had to put them on a liking most to least, you would say you like cauliflower more than you like seafood. Is that correct? Yes. Now I have another question for you. Do you like uh, cauliflower's cousin, the broccoli? Yep. What do you like about broccoli? It doesn't taste like cauliflower. It doesn't. But what about the flavor of broccoli do you like? Hmm. It's salty. Salty. How how is how do you like your broccoli prepared? Do you like your broccoli raw or do you like your broccoli roasted or do you like your broccoli steamed? Raw. Raw? Mm-hmm. Do you really like it raw? Yeah. What is your favorite way to eat broccoli? Cooked then. Cooked? How how is it cooked? Ask your mom, how do I like it if you don't know? How did you prepare it? If you really love the way your mama makes something, make sure you say, hey, how did you prepare this? So then you can know to ask for that the next time you really um, are in the mood for that broccoli, how she prepared it. So ask your mom. How did you repair this? <laughs> prepare it? <laughs> I think you like steamed broccoli. Correct. With a little bit of salt on it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret. I am not a big fan of steamed broccoli. But just because I don't care for steamed broccoli doesn't mean that you shouldn't love steamed broccoli. I love my broccoli roasted in the oven until it gets crispy, salty edges. And that's the way I like to eat it. Because when I take a bite, I like to hear that. Do you like it when it's a little crunchy too? Yeah. Yeah, you like roasted broccoli too. So I have another question for you. Have you ever had cauliflower the same way that prepared the same way that you like to eat broccoli. Have you had it steamed with a little bit of salt? No. So what I would challenge you to do, because today is your cauliflower raw. Yeah. Okay. So since your cauliflower is raw today and we still haven't explored it yet, but you may still not love it, and that is totally fine. We each have taste buds, and it's important that we listen to what our taste buds tell us. But something really cool that we can do is if we find a vegetable or a fruit or any food, and we know we like other foods prepared a specific way, we can try to replicate that or make the food that we don't really love the same way to give it an equal chance. Of loving it. Does that sound cool? Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so let's get into a little bit exploration. Okay, so um, you have told us that we are having cauliflower. And what color is your cauliflower today? Because did you know that cauliflower comes in purple? Have you ever tried purple cauliflower? No. And it comes in orange? We've prepared purple cauliflower, but I don't think you tried it. Wait, wait, you're, okay. you're not even up? Oh, white. He skipped the... 
<laughs> he skipped to taste. He skipped it. That's okay. And and we know that your cauliflower is raw today. Are there any spices added? Is there any salt or any butter? Nothing. Do you have any dipping sauces? Soy sauce? No. We don't have any dipping sauces today. Does your cauliflower look similar to another food? Broccoli. That's right. They both look like little trees, don't they? But that looks like a white tree and a broccoli looks like a green tree. Okay, so we're going to go to our eyes. So you told me that you see that it looks a little like broccoli and we're using white cauliflower today. And are you looking at the whole head of cauliflower or do you have pieces? Pieces. Piece. One piece. Okay. Can you, because everybody else is listening to this, can you tell us the size of the cauliflower? Is it the size of the palm of your hand? Is it the size of your thumb? The size of my thumb and my second, and my ring finger. Great. And what shape is it? Triangle. A triangle? It looks like a triangle to you? Good. And what textures do you see? Bumpy. It looks bumpy. Very good. Okay, so how does it feel in your hands? Does it feel bumpy? It is. Is it soft or rough? Rough. Is it warm or cold? Well, it's not warm, but I it's I don't I like it here. So I'd say neither. Yeah. Is it wet or dry? Dry. Okay. Good. So all of these words, I'm really glad that you said that. It was neither because I'm not here to put words in your mouth. I want to hear how you feel, what your impression is of that food. And you're doing such a great job describing it. Okay. Now I want you to smell it. What does it smell like? A fart. A fart. Okay. And so does it, does it smell, have a little smell or a really great big smell? Big smell. <laughs> a big smell. It smells so stinky like a toot to you. I hate this. <laughs> All right. Is there another food that reminds you of that smell besides your toots? Broccoli. Broccoli? Broccoli. broccoli. So it smells a little similar to broccoli. Okay. I would say from my personal experience, that is accurate. I, I smell a very similar smell with that. Um, okay. And do you dislike the smell? Or do you like it? A thumbs down. I got a thumbs down on the smell. Okay. And um, does the smell um, remind you of anything or bring up any memories for you? A stinky seed. A stinky stinky. Okay. All right. Now, are you willing to take a bite of it? I just did. Yeah. Okay. What does it taste like? Does it taste like what you smelled? Like a toot? When you mm-hmm. eat it, you 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 feel like you're you're tasting a toot. Yeah, don't, it's don't awful. Ew, ew. Tell me about the flavor. Does it taste? Does it make your mouth feel a little no flavor. dry? Does it? it do you no, know the word bitter? No, it has no flavor. At it has no. It's. Would you say that it's tasteless or bland? Bland. Bland. So bland means that it's mild flavorless or tasteless. So it's not that it has a really big flavor. It just doesn't have a lot of flavor. So it smells like a toot, but then you eat it and it doesn't have a lot of flavor. And it kind of is like, meh, it's not doing a whole lot for you because it doesn't have a lot of flavor. So do you think you might like it if it was a little bit salty or if it had some more flavor to it? Maybe. Maybe. That's very cool. Would you be willing to explore it with some more flavor? 
No, no, not right now. Maybe not. Well, not right this moment. Like maybe you could have it prepared a different way and try dipping it in a really flavorful sauce. Tell me, what's the texture like in your mouth? What does it feel like in your mouth? Does when you take a bite, um, does it? It feels like broccoli. So you you notice a lot of similarities to broccoli, and you love broccoli. But what I'm hearing that you're saying is that you don't love cauliflower because it smells stinky and it has no flavor. Yes. We nailed it. So if we could make it smell less and make it more flavorful, you might enjoy it. Isn't that cool? Maybe. Maybe. Um, tell me, when you take a bite, did you hear anything? Hmm. No. Does it sound crunchy? Do you hear a crunchy? Oh, crunchy. Or was it quiet? Listen. Crunchy. Oh, I hear that crunchy sound. Okay. Very nice. Now that we've thought about how this um, cauliflower feels and tastes and looks and smells, uh, we know that in the past you haven't loved this food. Do you like it any more or any less than you have in the past since we have slowed down and really thought about it and explored it a little more? Any less. You like it less? Okay. All right. Well, would you keep exploring this food? Would you be open to trying it like you have explored your broccoli that you love? Like if your mom made it in the kitchen uh, the way you love to eat your broccoli? No, I don't think so. What if it was cooked? What if it was cooked and it was soft and it didn't smell like a toot <laughs> and it had some salt and maybe butter on it? Would you like that? No. Would you like I to explore butter. that? No. No. Do you want to know my favorite way to have cauliflower? I what? love, and my girls, I have three girls, and they are one years old, three years old, and five years old. And actually, funny enough, This is on our menu tonight at our house. But what I do is I take the cauliflower and I make them into little trees, just like you taste tested today, that same perfect size. That's your thumb and your pointer finger that you were telling us about. And then I dip it in some butter and then I dip it in a mixture that has breadcrumbs that make it crispy, crunchy. And it also has garlic and onion and salt and um, a Parmesan cheese. And I dip it in there and then I roast it. So it's crispy, crunchy, salty, buttery on the outside and a really tender bite on the inside. And it is so good. And sometimes we even dip it in a sauce. I'll do that with chicken. You'll do that with chicken. Well, maybe sometime if someone made it for you, because I know you are an adventurous food explorer in search of delicious, you might just be willing to explore it. And even if you don't love it, what you can do is you can use all your five senses to talk about all the things that you notice about the food, including what it looks like what it smells like, what it feels like in your hands and in your mouth. You might like the way it looks. You might love the way it smells. You might love the way it sounds and the way it feels in your hand. So four of your five senses, the only sense that you might not love about it is the way that it tastes. And I would say from our conversation today, when it comes to cauliflower, the only thing that you didn't love about the cauliflower today It wasn't the way it looked or the way it felt or the way it sounded or the way it tasted. 
because you had really positive things to say about that. It was the way it smelled. And sometimes that translates to the way it feels or uh, tastes in your mouth. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Ow. Okay, I think Noah had a question, and then we we have to let Danny go because she's been so generous with her time. What I was going to tell you is when I try something new, I normally just eat it again because I like it. Awesome. That's fantastic. And you know what? It's okay to not like everything. It's a, it's In fact, it's even a great quality to not like everything because it means you're listening to what your senses tell you. And sometimes senses can tell you by looking at something, hmm, maybe that food isn't good for me. Or sometimes people can taste a food, feel funny when they eat it and decide not to eat it again. And it turns out that they might actually be allergic to it. So I think it's really important to listen to what our body tells us. For example, If you see something green growing on something like bread that is usually white, what might that tell you? Rotten. It's rotten. It's molded. Stale. Stale. It could be that. Exactly. So I think those are all really smart and good qualities to have and consider because all of those senses tell us something about the foods that we're eating and whether or not it's safe to eat or safe for our bodies. This was incredibly informative. I yeah, so I loved it. But when is mommy gonna do it? Uh, you, so now the boys are gonna help me explore uh, a new food. Ooh, what are you gonna explore, Mama? I am going to explore uni. uni. Thank you for listening to the Full Bloom Podcast. For more body-positive nurturing content and conversation, you can find me on Instagram at Full Bloom Project. Special thanks to Davis Lloyd, Christina Regal, and all of you who help support the Full Bloom Project by rating, reviewing, and sharing these episodes. See you next time.